Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. Primetime Titans, it's JG. And I'm Pettit. And I'm Robert. And uh, we're back uh, with a loss. Uh, Titans have lost to the Colts, 20-16. to 16. I don't really know what to, to say anymore. Um, it was 23-16. to 16. Sorry about that. I am trying to erase it from my memory. Uh, I've literally, I've just been, um, confused. I don't know why I'm confused because at this point I need to uh, expect it with a game on the road and then a game coming off of a win. Uh, so it's one of those things where it's like, John, why are you so confused after a game like this? Because this is what the Titans do and I'm getting pretty dang tired of it. But I will say, I'm trying to remind myself what I told myself last week on this podcast, where I said, after the Bengals game, I said, you know, we just got to remember if we have poor games or, you know, we lose, we still can trust Frable and he can still produce a game like against the Bengals, which is true. But I think in that point, he can also produce a game like this. And I don't know if it was great. I don't think it was Vrabel's fault. Um, but I don't know. I guess those are my initial thoughts. I'm confused, but I shouldn't be confused. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> a funny first thought to dive into. Um, <laughs> the Titans are definitely the most inconsistent team so far. I'd probably say, we're up there for the most inconsistent team in the league already right now. I mean, we've had our two wins have been two, you know, pretty high quality wins. And then our three losses have been pretty crappy so far. So um, we are literally a roller coaster, a week by week team. You don't know which field's going to take the, take the field, which honestly as an opponent would probably be, would kind of suck. <laughs> how do you, how do you prepare for like a team that could be really good on, one week and terrible the next? on the, on the roller coaster, where like, where was yesterday on the roller coaster? If if I were before to ask, the game or after the like game, that. just dirt, like right right now, where are we on the roller coaster? Well, okay, so I, I mean, I think it's so far based on the season, it's been a, a down and comes right back up, down comes right back up. Yeah. So are right we on? The, so we're on the. Are we on, we're on the, the down? Up? Oh yeah, I guess going into this next week, going into. Uh, the Ravens game would be on the way up. Yeah. After the, hope the so. loss. Based on the season trends so far. But it's not as big of a drop, right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. you know, Brown's game is that huge. Yeah. We've just gone all the way down and now we're chugging back up. And Bengals game, you know, we were very top. Maybe we came down a little bit and then we're heading, we're heading back up again. Right. Because yep. it didn't, yep. it wasn't like the sky is falling. After yesterday, but like agreed, I said, it's agreed. Just, like confusing. But it's sorry, very confusing, going. yeah. Oh no, I mean that's kind of what I was going to say, and then I'm 
I will say the biggest concern of Colts game was it felt the most backwards in terms of everything we've been so good at for so long. We yeah. were terrible at. And then everything we've been pretty bad at, we were actually pretty solid at. You know, so it was a really weird, again, confusing game where I was like, man, if we could have just relied on what we've been good at for so long, like our front line, uh, defensive, our defensive line and our run defense, it's like we win that game pretty easily, I think. But maybe not easily, but like I think our offense was playing well enough that if the if what we were good at on defense was was doing their job, I think we win that game. Um, you know, by we at least win twenty three sixteen in in reverse. So, um, I don't know. That's where the confusing part comes in for sure. I don't know if you have any thoughts, Robert. I just I hate the Colts. I hate losing to the Colts, and the way we lost yesterday was like you said, Pettit. It was the exact opposite of how. We usually play. We usually are great on run defense, and we could not stop Zach Moss, who I understand he's had a decent start to the season, and they've got a decent line, but we were getting bullied yesterday. They were mm-hmm. taking their interior O-line and making Jeffrey Simmons and Tier Tart and Daquan Jones. Tier Tart was hurt. Well, maybe that's I- why. I, yeah, I, that was. It might have been actually, yeah. And and Jack Gibbons and Shire, and they just bullied us yesterday. That was just a grown man ass beating yesterday, and we just took it to the chin over and over and over and over and over, and we didn't. It was it was like four or five yards at minimum every time they ran the football. And Zach Moss, listen, he is a decent player. He is not. He the first 100 yard rusher the Titans have allowed in 11 games. Let's Saquon Barkley last year. Yeah, and Joe Mixon. I mean, there's a lot of good running backs we could list that did not come close to 100 yards. And Zach Moss had 100 yards by like halftime. It's so frustrating. And then I'm sorry, I this I, I hate I don't like just blaming one person, but Christian Fulton, that guy is turning into my Jeff Swaim. Oh. Very Ooh. quickly. I cannot stand him. Every single key third down, when he gets targeted, he always commits a personal foul penalty. And he just he throws his hands up like he can't believe it. Dude, you literally almost t- – like you got run over and – like tried to pull them down with you. What are you talking about? And then in the Browns game. The worst part is both of those third downs he gave up were like uncatchable balls. Yes. Like, dude, just be a normal athlete and stop freaking out and tackling people and committing personal fouls and you don't have to. Like Caleb Farley. I, y'all know I'm not a Caleb Farley fan. At least Caleb Farley would get burned so bad he wouldn't be anywhere close to tackle him or commit a P.I., and that might ricochet, be a decision. Ricochet shot to Caleb Farley. <laughs> I mean, Caleb's Christian just chilling Fulton. right now, taking shots for no reason. Fulton is either he's got his hamstring blown up or he's forgotten how to play football. And 
for those people out there who are Titans fans who thought he could be a number one corner this year, I wasn't one of them. But I think it's pretty clear you're wrong. It's it's crazy because he's it's like he each week he puts on a poor performance, and then the next week he puts on an even more poor or poor <laughs> performance. Yeah, like, and this is a contract year for him. So yeah, no, he's not being resigned. Gosh, and you I know what? The, he's gonna go somewhere like the Broncos, and he's gonna play pretty well for the next six years. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. So yeah. Um, I saw the, I just, I had just seen a tweet of the, the 2020 draft class and it was Isaiah Wilson, Christian Fulton, Darrington Evans, Lorel Murchison, Cole McDonald, and Chris Jackson. Oh my gosh. And Chris Jackson's still on the team. No, he's, he's not, but Chris Jackson put some good games in together and Fulton has done that as well. It's just that he's gotten worse throughout the years. Yeah. Um, would you rather have Bleedy Ray Wilson or Christian Fulton? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Bleedy Ray, I mean, he was, what, a third-round pick for us? Like, uh, something like that. Six or seven years ago. He was a uh, our general manager before John Robinson. Who was it? Uh, Webster. He was, like, Webster's <laughs> favorite. I, I just don't know. I mean, yeah, the problem with Fulton is it seems like it's a confidence issue. At least it did on Sunday. If you just look, they literally showed him a bunch on the camera, and it was just like he was. He just seemed like he just was like he seemed bummed about bummed out the whole game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is you know reasonable, but I will say he is taking some. He's getting ripped on social media. There's well, only I mean, article. His dad is like defending him online. <laughs> I saw that. Oh my um, gosh, I haven't seen that. I don't think like I his think, dad. I don't think like his dad asked him to, but his dad will just be like, his his dad makes like your mom jokes on Twitter. Wait, read read one of these. Read one of these responses. <laughs> there was something that I know that Mike Herndon had a tweet that he responded to. To uh, Fulton's dad. Fulton's dad responded. Fulton's to dad responded to Mike Herndon. Yeah. Oh no. The one I the uh, one I saw. Um, Wait, sorry, it's pulling up. But um, oh frick, come on, load. Now I will say, I was listening to the first part of the game with one of my friends for the last twenty-five years, Mike Keith, while I was uh, over in Percy Warner. So I was on one hundred four five. First of all, Mike Keith, what a legend! He is the best. I mean, and McGinnis is great too. McGinnis is great, but Mike Keith, he just knows what to say in the moment. And he's so quick on his feet. And he's yeah. such a guy, he's got such an iconic voice. And he's just a, he's a legend. He's a Titan mm-hmm. legend. Anyway, now y'all, y'all probably can verify this watching it on TV, but apparently on Connor Minshew's like first drive or second drive, he threw a pass to Michael Pittman that was high, but if it was on target, Fulton would have had a pick six. Do y'all remember I that? I don't remember it. I feel like that's. I feel like I recognize the play, but I I don't remember being like, wow, Fulton would have had a pick six on that. It seemed like it was like a five or ten yard, either like out Fulton, route or hit. Fulton and does Fulton get like unlucky a lot. It. Like there are a lot of times where it's like he's it's literally like gets there at the exact same time as the receiver, pretty much, and then. 
the get the receiver makes a great catch. So I don't, I don't uh, know. But the the tweet is Mike Herndon tweeted leave Fulton in Indy, and his dad <laughs> responded with your mom. <clears throat> <laughs> How do we know it's his dad? Uh, uh, well, Easton Freeze, the guy on Twitter, another Titans guy on Twitter, he said Christian Fulton's dad is is out for blood or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody tweeted trash corner, and he responded. Fulton's dad responded, trashy fan. <laughs> and then... Got him. Yeah, yeah. he just goes on about how dumb fans are and stuff. He just, he just says, you don't know football to people. Like, he just does. Give me, seventh, give me a seventh-round draft pick in three years for Fulton. His dad responded, said, worse than Saints fans. So, I don't, okay. and, I don't know. He just is going on. Hey, honestly, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Um. All right, so we're just on a roll with the defense. Let's just keep talking about the defense. Our linebackers were horrible yesterday. Givens yeah. and Shire, Al Shire have been pretty solid for us all year. Um, and, you know, Al Shire had been all over the place. I had been very pleased with him. I don't know what it was yesterday. They just they didn't have it. Shire, Al Shire was hitting the wrong gaps, missing tackles. Givens also just didn't look great. I, like – and Robert, what you were saying earlier, like you, you mentioned Taylor Tart, he wasn't playing, and you said maybe that was the issue. Maybe I mean, I think we need Taylor Tart. He must have been a huge key to this offense. I mean, it looked like Simmons really was on a lot of plays beating his man, and and you would see him drive his man to the backfield, but it, it didn't matter because the rest of the line didn't like wasn't there. He it was almost like he created the hole. Um, mm-hmm. by doing that, it which yeah. was weird. Um, so like wh- what happened? And I think that's the kind of game where when something, when, when a game like that happens, where y'all are saying y'all are completely right too, where it just was the things we were doing were uncharacteristic of what we had been seeing with this team, whether it was this year or last year, it's one of those things where, okay, does that give you cause for concern that, you know, is that just an outlier and we'll be fine moving forward? And, you know, that's just something that happened once. Or is that, oh, no, is that going to begin the trend and we're about to start to give up bad? You know, are, are we start to give yeah. Are we going to start giving up uh, easy run game? You know, our rush defense is going to be bad. Are we going to uh, struggle with the linebackers? I don't know. I it just no one was able to make a play. No one was able to make a play. I it just I don't know. I agree. I, I guess I just let it all out. No, there. I know what you're saying. That's deep. Even just like when we got to Zach Moss or whoever it was, it was like, or even Mo Alley Cox, it was like, man, should have been a quick tackle, you know, big hit, and then it was like it took four guys to take him down, like officially take him down. You know what I mean? It was like. It just feel like it took a lot of energy for the defense every single play to make any sort of just regular tackle. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually think one of the worst players on defense, I mean, you know, outside of Fulton, was was Landry. I think he was also not setting the edge at all. I thought Landry looked bad. Yeah, looked slow. I was like, man, he is. You know, 
it's looking like a really, really bad use of eighty million dollars. Well, I mean, we we didn't know he was going to tear his ACL. I know. Also, what a way to word that. that. It sucks. We just blew eighty million dollars. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's just it's classic Titans. We pour a bunch of money into somebody, and either he just doesn't play well because he's, you know, glad to get the money, or they get hurt, or I don't know. We just Here, I'll ask. I'll ask you all a question. Would you rather have given eighty million plus to Harold Landry or AJ Brown? Oh my gosh, AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a question. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. I'd rather just, give a hundred and eighty million dollars to AJ Brown. Yeah. <sighs> it is the worst when you are watching a Titans game, you just lose and then you scroll to red zone and you see an AJ Brown play. Like it's it's He's it happens so every good. Sunday. Like he's huge too. He's gotten yeah. bigger. Yeah. And those just, pink cleats he was wearing yesterday. Man, that's that looks sick. I don't I don't want to get that sad. We gotta I'm looks sorry sick. I brought him up. We I don't I don't want to get that sad. Uh keep talking about the defense though, Pettit. Did you uh you were saying Harold Landry. I'll let you keep going. Yeah, I mean I think AJ can play defensive end for us. We, we gotta let it go, him, Robert. We could have given him 180 million and said you're gonna go both ways. You're gonna play D end and you're gonna <laughs> play wide receiver. And I think he could have done it. He could have made it work somehow. Um, yeah, I thought Harold Landry was was not good. And I think kind of to your point, John Garrett, and we had this problem. What was it in 20, 2021 when our our D line was really bad, or is it twenty twenty? 2020. 2020, where it felt like when one guy would kind of get some pressure, the the other guys on the line didn't. So it actually just made it worse. And because then, you know, quarterback steps up, has more room in the pocket, you know, can run or whatever yeah. it is, or, you know, same thing with the running back. So that's kind of how it felt that game where it was just like, most of the time, all four of them weren't getting pressure, but when one did, it was like the other three weren't. So it just opened up so much more for them, and it was it was very frustrating to watch. Was just like, man, they have the thing. The thing that was really frustrating about that game too was, I mean, he had Zach Moss had one hundred and sixty something yards on the ground. Jonathan Taylor had what maybe thirty, so they had almost two hundred yards on the ground. I think if they would have decided to have, like just throw the ball instead of run it, I think they would have had the an incredible you know passing yard game too. Like I, I just think they yeah. had their way with our defense. They're doing everything yeah. they wanted yesterday. It wasn't like wow, it's just them running the ball. If we could just stop that, then it's you know we're good. It was like I think if they wanted to throw the ball, they could have thrown on us all day long too. So because it wasn't like we were getting pressure on them and. You know, I don't know. I, I do think it's an outlier as a defensive game, though. I, I think the defense is better than that. I think their O-line is very good. Um, I think we just weren't ready. I don't know. But I think the Ravens sure are pretty similar to the Colts, too. so it'll be interesting. Yeah, honestly, I so one. I, I kind of just want the Titans to just become – just be one team. Be either be good or be bad. This whole roller coaster up and down, who are we going to get every week? Are we going to play good? Are we going to play bad? Are we going to blow you out? Are we going to get blown out? It's just tough. It's really hard to be a fan of. 
Because I fully can see us going into London next week and beating the Ravens by 10, t- 10 points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 touchdowns. <laughs> but, but I agree. Yeah. I don't but if we, if we lose to the Ravens, then it almost makes that Bengals game a waste because we could have been one in five going into the bye week and then full tank mode. <laughs> you're still, you're still wanting, you're still wanting to tank. Yeah. If we're going to do this. Yeah. So let's get into the offense and then uh, we'll talk about like moving forward. The offense. Um, I don't know. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and Tannehill, that connection was incredible. That was awesome. Yep. Uh, Tajay Spears looked good again. Looked great. Derrick Henry was fine, but like, it's again, it just we couldn't get the run game going as much to where Derrick just didn't have a big game. Uh, Tannehill, I thought Tannehill was fine. There were there were some plays that I know there there was a specific play, the one that DeForest Buckner basically had him sacked. Yeah, and he. Dumped. almost thought he was going to be sacked and he dumped it to Tajay and we got a first yeah. down. I was, I mentioned, I was like the saints game week one, that was a sack like that. Tannehill week one that was, was going down and, and being sacked. I thought he played a lot, you know, obviously a lot better than week one. Um, we, you know, so all, all these things, these things I've mentioned that are, that are good, that we did fine, that we did well, but then we come away with 16 points. Why can we not score in the red zone anymore? Like, what is going on that we get in that area and we just kick a field goal? I realize Nick Folk is automatic, but I don't want to just keep relying on field goals. Um, and then at the end of the game, the fourth and one, just like I, I'm not saying we have to do the tush push, the brotherly push, brotherly love push or whatever, <laughs> but don't be in shotgun and run a handoff to Henry up the middle. Like, come the on. The other thing. Run, like, just have Tannehill sneak. I'm, I'd be fine with that instead of what we just did. The other thing on that play is initially Derek was lined up to the right side of Tannehill, which means that play would have gone behind Skaronsky and Dillard and gone to the Colts away from – DeForest Buckner and away from Zaire Franklin. But Derek moved, and I don't know if that's like his decision or or what, but he moved. And so we had Chris Hubbard trying to block DeForest Buckner one-on-one. And then we had Brunskill trying to climb up to Zaire Franklin, who's all of a sudden the best linebacker in the NFL. He's incredible. And so it was just a bad – we didn't we you know it's it's a classic titans thing where we're where we don't we think system is more important than personnel like we one of my biggest complaints over with Tannehill over the years is he doesn't throw the football to his best players he tries to spread it out and read the defense and he did a little he's gotten he's thrown it to D hop which is awesome he threw D hop a bunch yesterday which i love you got to throw it to your best players but there's another example like why would you why would you think a one-on-one block with a 32-year-old journeyman right tackle against one of the best D linemen in the NFL on fourth and one is the matchup you want. That's just that's going to be a loss, 20 times out of 20. And you just you should have gone the other way. At least Dill, we know Dillard and Skronsky are good run blockers. 
run behind them. I will say on that play, yeah. I don't know if you that remember, was, but uh, whoever Skronsky and Dillard were blocking broke through and almost got Henry before he even got the ball. Really? I'm pretty, I don't I'm pretty sure. I remember he made a cut right at the very beginning just to even get – am I right on that? I'm pretty sure I'm right. I don't know. I remember, All I remember like, wow, from that play through so fast, like and then they covered up the hole still, even after that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't understand how we still we still can't score more than thirty points. And Tim Kelly, from what I'm at least remembering or thinking, and maybe I'm just wanting to stay optimistic there, but. I feel like he's calling good games. I feel like he's calling a, you know, some fun, exciting plays. I mean, the the offense looked better yesterday. Yeah, it really did. I agree. And I don't know. I how? What are y'all's? Are you are you guys? I know, Robert. You're still down on Tannehill until he shows us anything. Like, are what did we think about the offense? Are we are we gonna be okay? Or you know, we just we're just, we are who we are. We're a, we're a boring football team that needs to play perfect. We're going to be – most of the time we're going to be physical. Um, yeah. My – I yeah, I'm out on Tannehill. I, he – he. so, like, look, I understand yesterday wasn't his fault, but in a sense it was, and here's why. <laughs> oh, no. You're never going to have an NFL team – that is able to play perfect football everywhere. Yeah, would it be great to have the best D-line that stops everybody's run game? Would it be be great to have shut-down corners and linebackers that can run sideline to sideline and have an insane defense while also having a great offensive line and dynamic wide receivers and tight ends that can convert third downs and running backs who are fast and also physical? and who You're kind of explaining the Eagles. Yeah, that is true. You are, we are kind of explaining the Eagles. Or the, the 49ers. So one team – like what, Titans are never going to be that. And so – Not anytime soon at this point. And so what do you have to have? You have to have the, the player at the, at the position that is most important be able, be able to elevate his game and cover up some of these errors. And, you know, 16 points isn't going to cut at Tannehill – you got to get 27 points. You just have to. All right. I'm wa- In the NFL. I'm, wa- I'm watching the play, and I mean, not a single person got blocked on on the, on the defense on that fourth God. and one. I mean, like the middle did. So, like, the, I mean, Aaron Brewer and I think Skaronsky, you know, they kind of did. But then, I mean, Dillard and, Dillard and Skaronsky let a guy completely go through them. And then – on the on the left side and then on the right side it was like every linebacker was still available and the wide receiver just went for actually it was yeah whoever who's 13 is that more no 13 the Kyle Phillips I don't even know if is he white 18? I don't know I can't really tell huh the wide receiver 18 is Kyle Phillips oh it's 15 uh, sorry NWI's turn Nick Westbrook Aquino went for the safety instead of going, which I know he is not big enough, but he should have gone for a linebacker. Going for the safety didn't that guy was not involved in the play at all. 
Not that I'm an expert here, but well, just two linebackers were wide open to fill the hole, and the safety was not even relevant to the play, and he blocked the safety. The play was doomed from the yeah. start. I don't know, man. There was not a lot we of good suck, on that play. We suck. Are we back to that, Robert? Next week. But here's the thing, dude. Next week, we're just going to we're gonna win, and I'm going to be like, okay, sick. We're 3-3. Three and three. But thank God we have a bye week, so I don't have to watch this team next week. That's my mentality going to be. That's I mean, I don't know, man. What what are we doing? What what's why do we watch? Why do we watch this team? Why do we cheer for this team? They, you know, this this is what upsets me about Ryan Tannehill is he makes a mockery of me as a fan. His whole operation, everything. I mean, he just. He just wants to take my fandom and ball it up and throw it right back in my face. He wants, to be, he wants to get me going and get me all excited with a Bengals win, and then he wants to throw a pick on the last drive and just say, "Ha, I got gotcha. you." You thought you thought it was gonna be fun, you idiot. Okay, yeah. Uh, moving forward. I like what even is this season? I don't understand what my thing is. It's an eight and nine season. Like what? What's the point? Here's here's what here's what I want. I think I think this is where I almost see the year, the rest of the year going. It's going to end up like I think our division is still up in the air. Colts are. I mean, they're going to be without Anthony Richardson. I think I just saw this morning for maybe almost like a a month. Uh, maybe even more. We'll say Anthony Garner Minshew still can do fine with Anthony him. Richardson looked looked really good, like significantly better than I I realized he he was. And then you know Garner Minshew is yeah, probably I mean, one of the best backups you can have in the league. So, but I mean, it is very I would, unfortunate. I would take Garner Minshew as our starter and be thrilled if Richardson. Yeah, it was, if Richardson it's very stays healthy. He might be like pretty pretty elite. I hate to say it, but he was making some great throws. Yeah. I, yeah, Colts, they hit on their guy. So far, it looks like it. Colts hit on their guy. Texans hit on their guy. And then Jags got Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, who knows what happens in the division. But what I almost see happening is similar to last year. You know, it's a, it's a race for the division. But not everyone is good enough in the division to where it's like that good of a, you know, no, one, no one's making a wild card spot from our division so you know we we get in and we either get in because we win the division or we're like a number 12 pick or something like that i just don't like at this point and and with next year's draft class you know maybe it's a really good draft class to where we can still get someone really good at 12 like you know we got skaronski at 11 uh i saw my kernan tweet out that next year we have a first, second, fourth, and like three sevens. I don't know about y'all, but this team needs more draft picks than that for me to be confident in the future. Trade them all for a quarterback. I just need a quarterback. Well, but what if? Well, what if we trade our quarterback for picks? Who's going to take our quarterback? The Jets. Great, they're idiots. If right? They're- <clears throat> they'll take them. I don't think they'll take him right now, but I do think that could be an option. Like what? What are we? I just don't like. 
I don't want to keep doing this roller coaster every week. Robert, what would you do? Are we gonna win? Are we gonna win two in a row? Are we gonna win two in a row? No. Uh, What's your question, Pettit? Robert, what what would your reaction be? If the Titans trade Tannehill to the Jets, and then so you're, you're I'm gonna assume you're you're ecstatic. You're you're pumped. It doesn't even matter what we get back. Doesn't even matter. So. What if Tannehill leads the Jets to the Super Bowl and wins? <laughs> That's just not possible. The Jets team is sick without, I mean, they just need a quarterback position. Um, Dude, if that happens, I will be, I might have to take a year off of watching the NFL. I'll Who's be, my mind that? will just be in a, in a prison it'll just be in shambles i hate that scenario pettit and i really dislike you in the moment for bringing that up i'm just saying the thing is both <laughs> of you guys can see that happening i, I can i can see it in your minds no. right now i mean i, I don't can see in both your minds that, that is a possibility i can't see Tannehill and his awkward looking pads with his his shoulders kind of hunched up with his with his you know his rib cage thing I can't see that guy hosting a Lombardi trophy he's not wearing 17 at the Jets Garrett Wilson's got it like what I just what are we the I don't know I'm just torn because like is it to a point where why are there times where Vrabel's teams don't look that ready? But then there are times where Vrabel's teams look like the most ready team in the NFL. It's like, what can we get some consistency? I'm not I'm not to a point where I'm like, get Vrabel out of here. Vrabel needs to go. He needs to start taking, you know, the blame for these losses. But at the same time, am I just gonna keep trusting Vrabel through this. I think we just, maybe we don't have the personnel to do what Vrabel wants to do. Uh, is this just what we're going to get? I Like, I just don't, this, the, the first five games this year have made me so confused. Like the year 2023 season for the Titans in one word, like confusing it. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't. And I, I'm getting really frustrated because I don't, like a game like yesterday is so annoying. We should not have lost to that team. Our our roster is better than that team. And I, like, what is going on? Do do we have any confidence the rest of the year? None, zero. Trade everyone away. We should tank and get Caleb Williams. <laughs> We're back. All We're right. Back well, okay. Him. One thing: Caleb Williams did not look good on Saturday. Um, and then another thing is. I think, again, I don't know if this is where we want to be, but I think 8-9 and nine is kind of what we're looking at for the rest of the season. But one thing to get excited about, which could involve more consistency and could be fun, at least some, Hopkins and Tannehill. That was, uh, that was I awesome. Think, I think uh, that could have been a little turning point on, you know, I think Tannehill, Tannehill's targeted Hopkins a lot this season, like a lot more than I kind of thought he was going to. I think he's probably averaged like eight or nine targets a game or something like that. 
And I think the Colts game was the first time they like connected on a high majority of the targets. And I think that is what Tannehill has been doing at practice and probably with him. And I think now it's like, okay, I can throw it. I can, I have more confidence in throwing it to Hopkins. And I think that is where the offense needs to build on that connection right there. And then freaking Spears is the man. Spears is a playmaker. He is awesome. He's sick. I'm going to say it. He's, he's running back one next year. He, yeah, I think he is. I think we're seeing the last season of Derek. Wait, I'm looking at I'm looking at the schedule. I think I'm onto something here. You ready? I think I think these next two games we could win in a row. So if we're doing this roller coaster, we got the Ravens game next week. Which, if history shows us from this year, we win that game, and then we have a bye week. We lose that game. Falcons. So the bye week. Is the loss essentially the bye week is the loss? But guess what? It's a bye Falcons week. at home or away. Falcons are at home. So, boys, we've got to win two in a row. Well, we're gonna. The Falcons want to run the football, and I don't have any confidence after that Colts game that we're gonna stop the run. Tell your Tart will be healthy again. We'll figure it out. You know, it's it. I mean, it's every other week. So, and it's at home. So we'll win. Like, I, at this point, I can't say anything different. But then we go to the Steelers Thursday night, and I don't feel good about that one. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really not sure, guys. I, you know, what what are we doing? And I realize that, again, we're here and we're down a little bit. I think Pettit's a little more up than Robert and I. Um, I don't want to be this way. But I just – I keep saying it – like. This season is is I have no choice. It's I I'm confused. Um, we're just so up and down. We can't be consistent. There's like a new. Th- it's like uh, it's like you spin a wheel before the game. Okay, what are the Titans going to do good, and what are the Titans going to do bad this week that they hadn't done yet? Oh, good. We're going to get DeAndre Hopkins and Tannehill a ton of connection to where it's going to look very promising. Oh, bad. We're giving up a lot of runs. And yards to Zach Moss this game. And like next week, it's going to be you roll a wheel and Derrick Henry gets a 200 yard game. And then you roll a wheel and Lamar Jackson gets a 200 yard game rushing. And those are the two things like the good and bad thing that happens. Like, uh, can you, can we see consistency? Is it possible? Can, is it too much to ask? Like, yes. Am I, am I, it is too much to ask? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's yeah. I I don't know. Pat, you have any any like optimism for us to leave? <laughs> I'm I'm in the middle of the road right now. Well, I mean, the thing is, we win that game pretty much if they don't have two eight plus minute drives. I think our offense was. Um, I'm not gonna say it looked better than theirs, but it looked more promising. We're capable of scoring points. It looked, yeah, it looked a little bit more promising than their offense did. So they were just able to just inch their way down down the field. So I think if we just had more time in possession, we win that game. So there's some optimism right there. Where you know, I think, I think you know that might be the the one bad rushing defense that we have in terms of like our own rushing defense 
I think that might be the yeah, worst game of the season. I think you can expect that to be so much better in the future. If they don't have that, I just they might be throwing the ball and they might be doing well, but I just we get the ball back and our offense would have been been able to compete. So um, I don't know. I mean, I the offense has been at least the last two weeks has been better than I expected the season. My my expectations for the season score touchdowns. My expectations for the offense going into the season was like this is horrible. This is terrible. So maybe that's where my optimism is coming from. I thought we were the worst team in the league going into the season. I think we were bottom five in the league going into the season. So um, my optimism is, is I, I just want entertaining football. That was relatively entertaining. And I think the entertainment factor is going to build on this. I don't know about wins or losses, but entertainment is going to be there. I like that. You, you just made me feel a little yeah. better. Yeah, you're welcome. Robert, made me feel worse. I hate this team. They suck. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a fan of this team. They they make a mockery of me as a fan, and they laugh at me every week, and they stomp okay. on me. It's not and, that bad. And I am I'm not gonna I'm not excited about Sunday morning at eight thirty. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, boys are heading to London, and uh, I hope we're heading to London sooner than the Bills went to London for their game because they looked a little flat. But we know with Mike Vrabel teams, we can tend to show up out of nowhere uh, when the chips are down. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we, we we lose 23-16. Titans are now 2-3. and three. Uh, I don't remember who had this game in the snake draft. Um, but oh, we didn't do Colts. Got another loss. Oh, that's right. We didn't we do didn't Colts because we thought they were really bad mm-hmm. and we would win those, mm-hmm. but we lost. But that happened. That's happened the last few years where we didn't do Texans and we lost some of the games. Yes. So yeah, um, Titans come out with the loss, twenty three sixteen. I've remembered right this time, unlike the beginning of the episode, um, and. Yeah, we'll see what we do moving forward, but uh, I think I'm just going to stick with it. I'm a little confused. I'm glad, Pettit, you're a little optimistic. Robert, you are down in the dumps. But, yeah, that's just kind of how it is nowadays. And let's just see what we can do the rest of the year. How about it? Uh, Thank you all for listening. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. And I'm Robert. And we thank you all. My mama told me, son, Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry